This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have been accustomed this spring to seeing some high-scoring games here in the Cactus League, but that was certainly not the case Monday afternoon as the Reds and Chicago White Sox played to a 3-3 tie at Camelback Ranch in Glendale. Highlights in a minute, but first some final thoughts from the two guys who called the game, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Another tough one. The Reds back-to-back days have let a lead slip away in the ninth inning and had to settle for a tie. It was against the Angels in a game that finished 8-8 on Sunday, and now on Monday afternoon, it is a 3-3 final with the White Sox, but some guys really threw the ball well today. I think you can't ignore... What Rysel Iglesias did today in back of Anthony DiSclefani, that's two pretty good outings in a row now for Rysel Iglesias. It's starting to look like he's getting dialed in. Yeah, it looked like he had a little bit more mojo today, and the body language was better. It looked like he he felt like he was getting some extension on his pitches. He, he looked like he had a little moxie to him today, and I, I think that's important for a guy that, that you're going to have pitching in the ninth inning. I thought DiSclefani looked outstanding. Threw the ball awfully well. I, I don't know that, that anybody had a had a tough time today except for Cody Reed there in the ninth inning. He just made a bad pitch to Henry Mercedes. And that was after he got a couple of weak contact ground outs to start the inning. He thought, wow, it might be an easy inning. It looked like he had the final batter struck out, and then he ends up giving up the home run. Uh, Nixon Zell hit his first home run of the spring. It was his first hit of the spring uh, back in the first inning, and it was an 0-2 pitch that he took the opposite way. Looked like the the timing was a little bit better. Looked like he was not as jumpy. Uh, Castellanos is still, you can still tell that the timing is not there yet. Um, And and I think it it takes a while. It's not like these guys haven't played as many games as some of the other starters uh, simply because of Senzel's shoulder and Castellanos was ill. So that that's going to come as we as we move a little further into spring training. But I have no doubt that both of those guys uh, they'll be on their game come ringing of the bell on day one. Three three Reds tie the White Sox on Monday afternoon at Camelback Ranch. Split squad on Tuesday. Half the team against the Rockies in Scottsdale. The other half in Goodyear against the Diamondbacks. Yet back to you. The Reds took no time at all to get on the scoreboard Monday afternoon. Nick Senzel was the leadoff hitter for Cincinnati. And he got an 0-2 pitch he could handle. And he swings and sends a fly ball towards the right field corner. Hit pretty well. Hit deep. And it is gone. Nick Senzel climbs it out of here to right. That ball just kept carrying and kept carrying the other way. Nick Senzel's first hit of the spring is a home run, and the Reds lead 1-0. It was reminiscent of the first home run that Nick Senzel hit at Great American Ballpark. Right down the right field line, a high fastball up and out over the plate. Of course, this time it happens to be on an 0-2 count. The White Sox got that run back in the bottom of the second. Anthony DiSclefani gave up a double to Yasmani Grandal to lead off the inning, and one out later, he gave up this. Right-hander delivers. Swing and a line drive up the middle. That's into center field for a hit. Around third, Grandal, he will score, and this game is tied at one. It's an RBI single for Nomar Mazzara. 
And a couple of pitches early in the count for Di Scafani where he just missed with two strikes. And you run the count full, you put it right back into the favor of the hitter at the plate. He's seen now five pitches, six pitches in Mazzara's case for you. He didn't miss that fastball. It could have been a bigger inning for the Sox, but Mark Payton made a good play in center field. Here's the pitch to Larry Garcia. He swings the first pitch and sends a high, deep fly ball, left center field, long run, but Mark Payton makes the catch on the warning track in deep left center. Boy, it sure is nice to see when you've got a center fielder that can kick it into an extra gear on a ball hit by a left-hander into the gap that's actually tailing away from your center fielder. That's a difficult play. He made it look easy. The Reds retook the lead in the bottom of the third, and starting pitcher Dylan Cease had a lot to do with it. He walked the first batter he faced, then got a strikeout, then walked another batter, and then hit Derek Dietrich with a pitch. He was then off the mark once again. 3-1. Fastball upstairs, and the third walk of the inning by Dylan Cease will bring a second run to the plate for the Reds. Traha will touch home plate. Mark Payton was next up to the plate. And there it is, and it is popped up. Very shallow left center field, and not going to get it is Jimenez, and that will score another Reds run as Castellanos touches home plate. Jimenez had a long run, and he just couldn't get there. In the field, the Rule 5 Payton did it again in the bottom of the third. Jam shot, pop-up, center field, long run, Payton. He's got a dive, and he comes up with it. A nice play by Mark Payton in center field. That was one of those little Texas leaguers that was destined to drop right in front of the center fielder and behind the second baseman, but Payton charged in a hurry and a nice extension with the glove to make the catch. Anthony DiSclefani's day was done after four pretty good innings. He gave up one run on three hits, a walk, and he struck out a couple of batters. Rysel Glacius took over in the fifth, and he was on his game. The right-hander deals the one-two pitch. Well, right back with a fastball and blew the cheese right on by Adam Engel. Two gone. Iglesias pitched a perfect inning. Amir Garrett came on in the sixth, and he did this to the first two batters. Strike three called over the inside corner. Yohan Mankata is down on strikes. Garrett's 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Nasty, nasty breaking ball down and away. But then he grooved one to Yasmani Grandal. The 0-1, there's a fly ball. Left center field, hit pretty well. Going back on it is the center fielder Fairchild. He leaps, and it is gone. As Monty Grandall leaves the yard to the left of center, the Reds lead down to one. Now it's 3-2 Cincinnati. Pedro Strobe then pitched a 1-2-3 seventh for Cincinnati. Robert Stevenson came on for inning eight. He issued a two-out walk and then a base hit, but he ended the threat against Zach Collins. He's back home with the 0-2 pitch. He went three straight breaking balls and locked him up with a backdoor. And Zach Collins is punched out on strikes. After the third inning, the Reds' bats went quiet. They collected just three hits from the fourth inning on, and only one base runner reached second base. Cody Reed, who was trying to make this team out of spring training, came on to pitch the bottom of the ninth. The first two batters went down quietly, but the third batter did not. One ball, two strikes, the count on Mercedes. Reed ready, the 1-2 pitch. He swings and sends one high and deep. Left center field, hit a ton, and it is gone, and we are tied. 
Well, the previous pitch was a backdoor breaking ball. Reed thought he had strike three, and he went back to the same exact pitch, a fourth consecutive breaking ball, and Mercedes did not miss it. Here are the totals from Monday's game. Four Cincinnati, three runs, six hits, no errors, five left on base. The White Sox, three, six, one, and they also stranded five. With some more thoughts on the game, here's David Bell. Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, good day of pitching all around. Um, Robert, uh, even Amir, loved the home run, but he looked good. I thought everybody did. Cody just missed with a pitch right before that homer. Other than that, he was good too. So uh, Nick hit the homer. Good to see. He's getting getting close for. Or, you know, he's getting close to being out there um, in the outfield as well. So it's nice to see him getting these at bats. Um, Good day offensively. Some walks. Another tie. But. Tomorrow the Reds have another split squad day. Half the team will be in North Scottsdale to take on the Colorado Rockies. Tyler Malley will make the start in that one. The other half of the team will stay in Goodyear to play the Arizona Diamondbacks. Luis Castillo makes his fourth start of the spring in that game. And that is the game that you can listen to on the Reds radio network. We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 3.50 Cincinnati time. With the Reds in Arizona, I'm Dave Armbruster. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 